Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot to talk about here today. It is a very, very busy weekend. For those of you not keeping track, since the last time we have spoken, we had Friday Night Smackdown in the brand new WWE Thunderdome. Thunderdome returns tonight, by the way, for the Smackdown show. So if you liked it, get it to see it tonight. And if you didn't like it, well, too bad. They're back in the Thunderdome again until the end of October. Saturday night, we had the NXT TakeOver event. What did you think of that show? We had that going head-to-head with AEW Television. Originally scheduled there on Wednesday, but preempted due to the NBA. There's going to be a lot of preemptions coming up over the last uh, next several weeks. So AEW ran on Saturday night. Very, very newsworthy show. There is a new AEW TNT champion, Mr. Brody Lee. Not only beat Cody, but he squashed him. I think Cody got one move, and that was it. Brody absolutely beat the hell out of him, pinned him. And won the TNT title. Tonight, of course, SmackDown. SmackDown, I'm sorry, SummerSlam. SummerSlam has got a bunch of big matches on it, including a match that there have been a couple of things over the last couple of days that you don't know about because they didn't tell you on television. The Bray White Braun Strowman match is now, I guess, no disqualification, I think is the actual stipulation. We'll look at the whole card here in a moment. That was not announced on television. They announced that on social media. The hair versus hair match that we were talking about on Friday is no longer a hair versus hair match. Now, it's loser leaves town. So, and not even loser leaves town. It's loser leaves WWE. This is not the loser is off SmackDown and they can go to Raw or whatever. They're claiming the loser of this match is out of WWE. So we could talk about all of this and so much more. No phone calls today because we got too much to talk about. The pre-show for SummerSlam is going on as we speak. But we will take your text messages, 425-780-7566. A lot to get into, and we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. A 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. All right, a couple of things before we get going today because people are asking a lot of questions. So, it's SummerSlam, and that means that immediately after the pay-per-view tonight, four subscribers... To our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash F4WVideo. Vinny and I will be doing a live post show right after SummerSlam goes off the air. Now, if you're watching this free on Twitch, that's great. But the pay-per-view post shows, you have to be a subscriber to Twitch. You can either sign up in whatever way you sign up for anything else. I think it's $4.99 a month. Or, if you have Amazon Prime, and it seems to me like everybody's got Amazon Prime, 
Amazon Prime subscribers get a free Twitch subscription every month. If you don't go on Twitch, you probably don't even know that, but you have one. So if you go to twitch.tv slash F4WVideo, go to subscribe, click the little link that says subscribe using Amazon Prime, and you can subscribe for free. We get the money, you subscribe for free, and you can watch the post show tonight. So what it's looking like right now, and I guess it depends on what happens at SummerSlam is, I believe that tonight after SummerSlam, Vinny and I will be reviewing SummerSlam and last night's NXT TakeOver. The AEW show from Saturday, I believe that we are going to review that on Thursday. So Thursday will be behind, but it will be AEW and NXT. We'll review the Wednesday NXT and this past Saturday's AEW. And then we're just going to go from there. We're taking this one day at a time because there's so many shows and so many preemptions and this is going there and that's going there and this is moving to that day. But that appears to be the plan for tonight. It will go immediately after SummerSlam. I've been told that the show is probably about three and a half hours long. I guess they were timing out the show and it was looking like it was going to be longer. And so they made the change. Apollo Crews versus MVP is going to be the pre-show match. It's off the pay-per-view now. It'll be coming up here on the pre-show here in just a moment. By the way, on the pre-show, there is the lovely Renee Young, her final day here in WWE, as she has given notice. So that's the plan for SummerSlam, three and a half hours. This is the lineup thus far, and yes, there are some changes. We got Drew McIntyre against Randy Orton for the WWE title. Braun Strowman versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt is now... A Falls Count Anywhere match. I think I said no holds barred or no DQ or something before the break. I'm sorry. They didn't announce it on television. They announced it on social media on Saturday, the day after the show was on national television. So that's going to be a Falls Count Anywhere match. Sasha Banks defends the Raw women's title against Asuka. Bailey defends the SmackDown women's title against Asuka. Yes, Asuka's wrestling twice on this show. We have the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, against Andrade and Angel Garza. Dominic Mysterio faces Seth Rollins in a street fight. And as we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes, I hope Dominic wasn't watching NXT TakeOver because I'm pretty confident that Pat McAfee now holds the record for the greatest singles match debut I think I've ever seen. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville is now... Not a hair match. It is a no-DQ, loser-leaves WWE match. Not loser-leaves SmackDown. Loser-leaves WWE without the hair on the line. Now, I talked to a lot of people this weekend, and nobody was saying anything. So I don't know what is going on here. I was given the impression that when this was a hair match, nobody was going to lose their hair. Of course, when you hear loser leaves WWE, I mean, obviously, with what happened with Sonya Deville, I mean, maybe Sonya Deville wants to take time off. Maybe Sonya Deville wants to get out of wrestling. I don't know. I know that the stipulation was changed on Friday afternoon. They rewrote the script. I think they threw the script out twice. So the change was made, after everything went down. Now, I don't know if it has anything to do with that. I mean, it may very well be that this is, quite frankly, a BS stip, and nobody is leaving WWE. 
All I was told was, it'll make sense at SummerSlam, which sounds to me like it's some sort of angle. But I guess we'll find out. That's the lineup for SummerSlam. Any thoughts on this, Mike? Well, at least we've got some intrigue built into tonight for the show uh, as far as what's going to happen. Uh, we obviously have a pay-per-view coming up next week as well, too. So that's going to play into some of these things. And much like it usually goes with these shows, I just hope that whatever the finish is, uh, the match itself is good. And many times the match does tend to be really good. And they've had got some sort of WWE convoluted finish, but I can't blame the talent for that. So... We'll just have to see how everything kind of shakes itself out. Uh, does Rey Mysterio, does Dominic get the victory here, you know, over Seth Rollins with Rey Mysterio being back? Does he, does he take an L? There, that's a, that's an interesting kind of scenario here to see exactly how they're going to play it and what the next move is going to be. Is it, are we building towards Rey and Seth again? Are we building towards just a tag match between the Buddy and Seth against Rey and his son? We're, you know, we'll have to see, but. You know, you, you said it uh, when it comes to a debut match, Dominic's got his hands full if they're going to put him up against Pat McAfee, which considering that, uh, that McAfee, I guess, has got uh, – I, I guess I, I have no idea who has got more training, but uh, certainly as far as uh, athletics go, uh, McAfee uh, certainly has got him beat. So last night at TakeOver, we had an Adam Cole-Pat McAfee match, and the one complaint that I have – which is kind of a, a really wacky complaint, is he was too good. He was way too good for the storyline of, I just came out of football, I've been doing a podcast, I've been doing some announcing, you challenged me and gave me two weeks' notice, and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to wrestle you, okay? It's, it's like beyond ridiculous. Like, he was that good. The real story with Pat McAfee, we talked about this several days ago, is I didn't know the part about him being drunk, but apparently he was drunk one night, and he bought a wrestling ring. And he set a wrestling ring up in his yard or whatever. And he has been training for a long time. And he's trained in various places, including, and this is a key to the story, with Rip Rogers. Now, whatever you want to say about Rip Rogers, okay? Rip Rogers understands professional wrestling between the ropes, like few people. And I could tell you, the guy who trained me was trained by Rip Rogers. And if you suck, you ain't being trained by Rip Rogers for very long. It's just not going to happen. So for him to have trained with Rip, I mean, when I heard that he trained with Rip, I was like, dude, this match with Adam Cole, it's going to be fine. I did not expect it to be as good as it was, but I figured that it was going to be fine. This guy goes in there, and as I noted on the on the show last night, I mean, not everything was perfect. His lockup, if, if, if Buddy Wayne saw... Him lock up. I mean, he'd have turned around and drove back to Oregon like he almost did with me because my lockup sucked. And, dude, I worked on my lockup for a long time. I don't think I ever, in all of my years of wrestling, have a lockup that Buddy Wayne would have fully approved of. But anyway, aside from his lockup, this guy was unbelievable. You could not show this match to anybody and, like, doesn't know everything about it. Like, a casual fan or somebody that doesn't know a lot about wrestling or whatever. My wife, for example, Mike's wife. You couldn't show this match to them and convince them that this man had never had a match before. So, he goes in there. I mean, they just have a tremendous match. 
Adam Cole hits him with the Panama Sunrise. Takes a perfect bump for the Panama Sunrise. He's out there taking Ushiguroshis. This dude can throw a punch. This guy can throw a kick. He can sell. I'm less impressed with, you know, when he did the big senton onto the crowd. Like, that's the one that's all over all over Twitter. But, dude, he jumped off and did a flip, and a bunch of dudes caught him. Like, that was the least impressive thing he did in the whole match. Taking the Canadian Destroyer. He did a backflip off the top rope and then did the Shelton Benjamin run vertical leap into a superplex off the top rope. His punches, I may have been most impressed by his punches. He threw a pretty damn good punch. And I don't think anybody got hurt, which is the key to a good wrestling match. And nothing was botched. I remember one botched spot in the match. It was so good, which is, in fact, somewhat of an indictment to the developmental system because I'm not going to lie, I won't mention any names. Pat McAfee on his first day was better than some people that I've seen on NXT TV that have been training there for years. But we'll get Mike's thoughts on Pat after the break and so much more. Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. 
but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I got one last thing to say, Mike, before you go about McAfee. Yes. I probably sound like his agent here, but I'm not. Remember when they brought in Gronk? Dude, whatever they were going to pay Gronk, just pay McAfee. McAfee's like everything that they wanted Gronk to be, except Gronk sucked. I mean that in the nicest way possible, but dude coming out there and dancing and just go away heat and promos weren't good. And I mean, dude, God bless the guy. He brought nothing to the table. And now that McAfee showed up and blew everybody away in developmental with promos, can't say everybody, but I mean, blew away most everybody, most everybody in the main roster too. And then had that match, first ever match. I mean, dude, that guy should have the role that Gronk was going to have. Anyway, your thoughts? Well, Rob Gronkowski wanted to play pro wrestler. Pat McAfee wanted to be a pro wrestler. I I think there's a big difference there. You know, whenever Rob Gronkowski, whenever it's brought up with pro wrestling, it's always, you know, he's always just him anyway, being wacky. Pat McAfee has obviously been a wrestling fan his whole life. He's carried himself on his podcast. Just how he has carried himself. You could tell this dude was a wrestling fan. And you could tell last night the guy was a wrestling fan. And a lot of credit needs to be given to Adam Cole as well, too. Obviously, Pat McAfee was very ready, and they laid this thing out in a perfect way. But Adam Cole deserves all of the credit in the world for going out there and you know, going toe for you know toe toe to toe with the guy and carrying him along and helping him along. Four hundred days as NXT champion, he, you're out there kind of going you know toe to toe with Pat McAfee. There is a, a logic hole there from a pro wrestling point of view, but maybe they go ahead and fill in that hole. Maybe they go ahead and they they add some backstory because I don't know if this is the last time we've seen Pat McAfee. I don't necessarily think I want to see him all of the time because they have so many other people there they need to to concentrate on. But if they can get any positive momentum out of this from a mainstream point of view, uh, from from any point of view, might as well continue to go along with it. I mean, Pat McAfee's proven that uh, you know he's the type of celebrity, he's the type of outsider that I would absolutely love to see back in the mix again. I mean, he he certainly proved assault last night. So, also on Fridays, we mentioned briefly, WWE debuted their Thunderdome. What did everybody think of the Thunderdome? I'm going to take your feedback here in a moment. All of this, by the way, 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. You can also send your emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I actually really liked the Thunderdome. I watched the Thunderdome on Friday. And then I watched the AW television show, which had a live crowd. Not a huge crowd, but a few hundred people there. And since it was a taped show, they also had some crowd sweetening. And the combination of live fans and crowd sweetening, I really enjoyed that show, the look of the show. 
And then after watching the Thunderdome and AEW, then I watched TakeOver. It was depressing. Dark building, quiet crowd. The announcers, like you could hear them echoing through the building as they scream, which tells you how quiet everybody else was. I was like, dude, I'm dying for the Thunderdome again. It wasn't perfect. I mean, it didn't seem like the fans, you know, they're they're yelling or booing or cheering. I don't know if they didn't trust the fans or what, but it was mostly just piped-in crowd sweetening. Like, the fans were mostly just there to have faces that were alive on TV. But it was so brightly lit, and because of the faces, you saw no, like, empty seats or... I mean, if you just were watching the matches... And, and not really, you know, concentrating on the Thunderdome. I mean, you could easily forget that you were watching a show with fans. And, of course, it wasn't. And I, I did hear from people that really didn't like it. And, dude, it's up to you, okay? I want to watch a show that feels alive. I want to watch a show that feels like there's people watching it and having fun. And if you have to have virtual fans, if you have to have an LED board, if you have to have people on Zoom or... Whatever they reason, there's a dog that was watching the show. I just love that. I mean, whatever. It wasn't perfect, but you know what? You know what isn't perfect? This country. We're in the middle of a pandemic right now, and so you can't do things the way you want to do them. And so you got to do something. And this is what they've decided to do. And I thought it was an improvement. I preferred the Thunderdome over NXT Takeover in a 99% empty Full Sail University with a couple of, of wrestlers around ringside banging on plexiglass. I preferred it. What did you think? You know who was perfect? Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning was perfect, but uh, I loved it. I, I loved the concept. I loved the idea. Uh, I know they had talked about before. I'm not sure who I give credit to the quote to, but they had talked about doing progressive sound sweetening that they had things already in the bank and they would kind of take what the fans were doing and kind of take that and apply it to and, and i that's the one thing that did not stand out as you mentioned and i don't know for what reason it didn't obviously they're trying this stuff out the, for, for the first time so we'll have to see how they continue to go along with it but I, I did think it brought some, you know, vibrance to the whole thing. They have felt like they've been in a morgue for a while, you know, with the with the whole performance center. It has not felt alive, and at least with all of the the hullabaloo, all of the colors, all of the graphics, all that sort of stuff, the the belts looked extra shiny when Bailey and Sasha were out there. I mean, all of those those aesthetics, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But the problem is going to be with the stories that you tell and that's where i mean aesthetically it's fantastic i really do like it i like the the attempt that they're taking but the stories are going to have to match that and i don't think you know you can do all the you all you want for raw once you see it in the first hour and man it looks great if the stories aren't going to keep you for the third hour then you know what good is it same thing goes with smackdown so they're going to have to improve that no matter what they do with the look of the show, no matter how much they think that's going to save the day for them. They're, it's, just, it's about the stars and the stories that you're telling. Karen Cross suffered separated AC joint at the show last night. And I just thought about this as, as I was thinking about his AC joint. So twitch.tv slash F4W video. You can watch Observer Live in the post show tonight. During the commercial breaks, we show a bunch of old stuff. And one of the things that we've shown is the tour of F4W headquarters. And 
if you watch me now and then you watch the video of the tour of F4W headquarters or the Brian and Vinny show and then watch the tour of F4W headquarters, you're like, who are these dudes called Brian and Vinny? The Vinny guy is is skinny and long hair and all the everyone's swooning over him in the chat. This Brian guy's a big fat blob. What happened? Well, to make a long story short, early 2000s, I, I tried to put on a bunch of weight and... We once had Raven on Wrestling Observer Live, and he explained how he also tried to put on weight, and he put on so much weight that he ended up really fat, and his line was, I overshot my target. Well, I overshot my target, okay? I ended up 195 pounds. I was so fat, I, I couldn't even do anything. So then I ended up losing weight afterwards. But the point was, the tour of F4W headquarters, 195 pounds, and believe it or not, I was very strong, Okay. I could bench at my peak 285 pounds. Me! 285 pounds at 195, all right? The, the point of all of this is, one day I was doing a match, and this happened twice, actually. The first time it happened, Buddy Wayne and Richie Magnet were going to give me, Richie was sitting on the middle rope, and Buddy was going to lift me up, and Richie was going to powerbomb me off the middle rope into the middle of the ring. I did not want to take that move, it was not my choice. I separated my shoulder, okay? The second time I separated my shoulder, I did a basement drop kick. A basement drop kick! You know what that is, everybody? You just take a bump. Separated my shoulder, okay? I've separated my right shoulder. I've separated my left shoulder, okay? So it was around the time that I could bench 285 that I separated my shoulder. I went into the gym. I couldn't bench the bar. You know how much the bar weighs? The bar weighs 45 pounds. I couldn't even bench the bar. So there's various grades of shoulder separation. There's like grade one, two, and three. And if I would have had whatever the lowest one was, I probably could be, I would be, I would have been fine. But I got the one where I couldn't bench the bar afterwards. So the moral of the whole story is. Besides how strong I used to be, he's getting an MRI tomorrow. And if Karrion Cross can't bench the bar, they're probably going to have to strip him of the NXT title. If he can bench the bar, he's probably going to hold on to the belt. So they don't know yet. But tomorrow's going to be the big day for Karrion Cross after all of the debut, squashing Tommaso Ciampa, running through everybody, and beating Keith Lee clean in the middle of the ring with that doomsday Saito off the middle rope. Tomorrow, may all go up in smoke. So, hoping for the best for him. Obviously, the act is great with Scarlett. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. That's what's going on. It sucks. Has that happened in WWE more times than anywhere else combined in history? Edge wins the title, has got to give it up the next day. Finn Balor wins the title, he's got to give it up the next day. Karrion Cross wins the title, he may have to give it up the next day. And there have been plenty of other examples of it. It's kind of it's kind of wild, actually, that it's happened so much, seemingly in the last, I don't know, what, five, ten years, uh, seemingly combined in all of the, uh, the, the decades and decades before of wrestling combined. Let's see what everybody's got to say about all of this. we got a lot of feedback here. And we're going to get into it, everyone, right after that break. Stick around, Observer Live.
And now today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. Beginning your low-carb lifestyle, just start simple. Number one, pick protein. Chicken, beef, pork, turkey, seafood, and eggs. Number two, pick low-carb veggies, cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. Number three, add good fats, butter, cheese, bacon, avocado, and nuts. It's that simple. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for Keto Energy Shots in the weight loss aisle. Or go to Real Ketones Listen up, sports fans. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about our favorite sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get in your bets. BetUS.com is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the business. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MY-BET-US. That's 1-800-M-Y-B-E-T-U-S, and they will walk you through getting started. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. Join now. Mention Rick Tittle. That's me, and you can get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. 25 years in the business and the best bonuses. BetUS should be your sports book. Once again, join today, call 800-MY-BET-US and mention Rick Tittle, BetUS.com. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, right, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live with Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, what's Renee Young's contract situation? Read, more than just no compete. I don't know what her contract situation is. Today's her last day. I strongly suspect... I don't know for sure. I, I don't think she's got a no compete. I don't think she does. I, I don't know that 100%, but we may be seeing her anywhere at any time. Let's just put it that way. 
Well, I mean, you know, don't a lot of these deals, I mean, I could see it absolutely having a no compete uh, for a while or a cool off period or something like that. I could absolutely. I could too, but I don't think it does. Oh, again, regardless, I mean, I know, I I know everybody's got this, or there are a lot of people that want her to have this countdown to go to AEW and that's great, but I, I would wonder, you know, with having a cookbook, with having now actually the ability to have some time on her hands, I mean, there's about a zillion things this woman could do. So I know there are a lot of people that want her to rush to get to AEW, but I don't I don't know if that's necessarily in the plans uh, really at all. Well, I would not be the least bit surprised if we saw her there sooner rather than later. I mean, her husband's going there. They yeah. just they go there together. There. They go back home together. Yeah. And it's one day a week. And actually, it's usually going to be one day every two weeks. So we'll see what happens, everybody. Yeah, and you never know. Look, hey, the, the, with the pandemic, too, I mean, there's their ability to work remotely and work from home and have that ability to do that, too. I mean, it can open up options for you as well. So, you know, again, you know, she sh- should be in demand for sports entities and things like that. ESPN, I guess, at one point, you know, looked into wanting her and, Again, you know, when you have somebody like that, you know, and you have all of these talking head shows that permeate the airwaves, you know, to have a new face out there with, you know, name appeal with some some actual value already, you know, going on with her, you know, it'd probably be something somebody would want to look into. Or says, can you imagine having Pat McAfee in developmental for six months? Can you imagine how good and polished he could get? Of course, they would teach him how to wrestle their way. That's what they would do. So I think. I mean this in the nice way possible. Seeing what I saw to Pat McAfee not having spent a lot of time in developmental, I think I'd rather send him back to Rip. You know what he needs, though. You know what everybody needs. And this is this is not just this is not just the the WWE developmental guys, but I mean people in AEW as well. They need chances to work. Like the days, dude. The days of getting out there and working four days a week are done. And I don't know if they're ever coming back in WWE. But people need ring time. And, you know, AW Dark, I actually really like what they're doing with AW Dark because it's on YouTube. If you're hardcore and you want to watch it and you don't mind people not being very good just getting ring time, then watch it. But it's not on national TV. And they get like 12, 13, 14 matches scheduled for Dark. It's just a way to get people ring time. Get them ring time. Get them ring time. They need ring time. And Pat McAfee, like if he's really going to do this, the guy needs ring time. No matter how good he was in his match with Adam Cole, the guy needs ring time. Everybody needs ring time. More than just, like, practicing matches in the performance center with your buddies, going over spots 50 times. They need to work live in front of fans a lot. And the business has changed, so. Well, with AEW's association with the indies, or, you know, they have got to figure out a way where TV is Wednesday. Thursday, a lot of promotions began to run, and obviously this is after, you know, some of the things loosened up, but Thursday became a day some promotions were running because Friday, Saturday, and Sunday would get filled up, but, you know, it's like their women's division, and they're going to have, you know, at least a good short band-aid put on that with Thunder Rosa coming in. I think that's great, and her and Sheeta, that'll be fantastic. Having her presence there is going to be good, but, you know, the women's division's, you know, a great you know, sign that, you know, these people do need to work a lot more. It's not their fault that they're not ready for TV or not ready for prime time. And um, look at the, look at Alan Angels and, and that whole crew. You know, imagine if they and Reynolds and Silva, if they were working 
nightly, night after night after night, you know, over an entire weekend. And then, you know, they come back on Wednesday again, how much better off that they would be. And, you know, hopefully the Indies can come back and hopefully AEW can figure out a way where they can take advantage of that and continue to get people like Nyla Rose, a great example of somebody that desperately needs time. You know, that these people can go out there and work as much as they possibly can for independence that they feel safe with. So I'm watching the uh, MVP versus versus Apollo Crews match for the belt here to the Thunderdome. And you know what's really weird I didn't mention about the Thunderdome? Is there the Thunderdome isn't really a dome. It's like a it's like a semicircle. Right. And over by the hard cam, there is no Thunderdome. So like every now and then somebody'll be out of the ring or the cameraman will get a shot. Like right there. There's nobody over there. Why couldn't they just extend that thing in a giant dome? I uh because the, like, how much are they spending on all this stuff anyway? Maybe they're like, figuring out a way to cut. Did it you here. see their profit this past quarter? I'm sure they could afford to finish the circle. Oh, well, there you go. There it happened again there with MVP rolling out of the ring there. Yeah, it could go that into looks the great. dark abyss. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I like the Thunderdome. Well, yeah, when you can see it, not when they're showing nothing in the background there. This person here says, I cannot believe my eyes. When I watched Brody just squash Cody, and then how the Dark Order completely massacred the Nightmare family. Last year, I hated the Dark Order. After Saturday, they are my favorite stable in wrestling. Brody Lee is a phenomenal heel who knows how to get the right type of heat. Well, I mean, I mentioned this last night. There were two ways the Cody story ends. A mystery opponent who beats him, or he just gets so worn down that this happens. And they chose this way, and I watched it, and I loved it. I mean, it didn't hurt Cody. If anything, it just made Brody look like just this monster. And, you know, Cody, dude, how much does it hurt Cody, a guy who was there every single solitary week defending the belt against anybody? He didn't even know who was going to come through the curtain. I mean, they did more than enough for Cody that he could afford to do that for Brody and get Brody over. And then the angle afterwards, I thought the whole thing was great. Loved it. Simple. So simple. You know, it's a Rocky story. You know, he goes in there, he gets battered, he gets beaten. You know, will he be able to come back now from this? You know, how is he going to come back and defend his his manager and his coach's honor with Arn Anderson getting laid out there? That was a real surprise, you know, putting hands on Arn Anderson there at the end. I thought that was a great way to ratchet up what we had just seen. You know, how do you... How do you ice that cake? Well, they, they certainly did it right there. I mean, that was a very impressive way to go off with that show, and it's a very impressive way to finally really give, you know, that that whole group. You know, now it feels like you know a main event group. It feels like you know somebody legitimate that I should be paying attention to, and we'll see how it works with Cody. I mean, look, this has worked with John Cena getting you know demolished by Brock and losing. I mean, it's just when it's done correctly. Again, it's very simple. You're going to win, you're going to lose. You know, this is sports. Here's where the athleticism, when you throw out the sporting aspect of pro wrestling, when you get rid of it, that's where you lose stuff like this, and you lose that value. I mean, this was treated as sport. This guy was overwhelmed. He was beaten down. This fighter got demolished, dropped on his head, laid you know, to rest. And now we've got a new champion, a new star. And from a wrestling point of view, we've got a new evil force. So... How does this affect the show? We'll have to see going forward, but they did a damn good job with it. This person here says, I like the Thunderdome, but there were only like three fans out of the thousands who were actually reacting to stuff. They need to prioritize the people who are reacting to stuff 
and move them to the front row. So it looks like the fans are actually caring. wonder if they can move those. wonder if you could, like, push a button and someone in the back row can switch to the front row. Like, could everyone teleport through their seats? Yeah, look at that. That looks pretty cool. Am I the only one? Well, and this guy hearing you. Also, this person says, being in a big arena helps so much with the feel of these shows. It actually looks and feels like quality with the pyro and the big entrance ramp back. I used to make fun of people who said, ah, I don't, I don't watch the show anymore because they stopped doing pyro. I was like, bro, it's things blown up. Like, who cares? But, like, people really wanted their pyro. Now, dude, if you want the pyro and the pyro is enough to keep you around as a fan, we need all the fans we can get. So <laughs> I'm all for it. Let's blow some more stuff up. Hey, look, aesthetics matter. We talked about the damn thing looking the same for so long. You know, hopefully this actually breaks them of that. Now we're always going to have that Kevin Dunn and WWE feel, but that's until Kevin Dunn and Vince are gone. You're going to have that same sort of feel. Or says, with you being on AM radio now, will we see After Dark come back? I would be beyond happy. Oh, man. Oh, I'd love to do After Dark on AM radio, but I'm not sure the mightier 1090 is looking for that kind of thing. Maybe you can send him some mail. I don't know. Really love Brody squashing Cody on Dynamite. Wish we had more squash matches on the main event level in wrestling to sell the, quote, match can end at any time feeling that you get in real combat sports. Well, you don't want to do it too much. But if you do it once every six months like you do with Cody, boom, there you go. And they actually, that's that's what they do. So it's funny watching Gronk practically... Oh, he was scared to death, this person says, doing a 10-foot bump onto a crash pad and then seeing Pad McAfee taking a Panama sunrise and doing a moonsault onto his feet and then jumping up seamlessly to the top rope to give a beautiful superplex. You're right, give him all of Gronk's money. Well, to be fair, like, right after Gronk did that deal, like, he signed a deal to go back to football. Yeah. So he probably had it in his mind, dude, I want to I wanna make, you know, eight figures or whatever doing football. So I'm not going to jump off this damn thing out of this crash pad for this crazy old guy. So, you know, McAfee, it's just, he's a huge fan. You know, what's going to happen? He, he breaks his leg. He can still do his podcast. Like, he can still do his other stuff. He's not, he's not playing football this fall. So it's two completely different things. By the way, once again, as we watch this main event here, the main show for SummerSlam is going to start at any time. And after the show, myself and Vinny... Live for subscribers, twitch.tv slash F4W video, live post show. We'll take you through the SummerSlam pay-per-view, and we plan also to take you through the NXT TakeOver show. We'll get Vinny's thoughts on Pat McAfee as well. All of the other matches on that show. So that's coming up tonight, immediately after SummerSlam, twitch.tv slash F4W. You must be a subscriber. Either sign up how you sign up for things or use your Amazon Prime account. But join us tonight, because it's going to be a lot of fun. And Apollo right there just retained the title nobody screwed him nobody ran in and of course now shelton and lashley ran down to the ring and he just runs to the back so my guess is they had an angle planned for the pay-per-view and because they moved this to the pre-show they'll shoot the angle on tv tomorrow i could be wrong but they did a lot of stuff to set up nothing so i expect to follow up tomorrow eight minutes and 21 seconds to the big show Per says, thoughts on Thunderdome. The environment looks great and has promise. The crowd sweetening needs to match the action better. That's true. And the fans on camera were lifeless. Maybe a dead virtual crowd is an indication of the product quality. I want to mention this, too, because last night I was talking to Dave about the delay. And it was explained to me 
that if you are in the virtual crowd, you are watching a feed that somebody actually told me was like seven minutes in advance of what you see on television. So not even like a seven-second delay. So they're watching an exclusive feed. They're not watching what we're watching. So their reactions to the feed should be virtually instantaneous. So my theory that there was a delay, and so if they like cheered or whatever, it would be delayed from what actually... That's not the case. They're watching an instantaneous feed, and their reactions are instantaneous. So there is no delay. So I don't know why everybody wasn't excited. Because they need to learn how to act. I mean, it's damn as simple as that. They need to be more animated watching their TV screen. It's just, it's literally as simple as that. And I don't know how simple it is to try to get those people front and center when they're doing it, but they're going to have to try to figure out how to harness it. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. 
but the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, Jeff Hardy being AJ for the Intercontinental title should have been a big deal. They had no pop. A fan was golf clapping, and they cut off Jeff's victory promo. Yeah, it was weird. But, I mean, it wasn't weird because... The Fiend thing, there was so much of it that was a pre-tape that they had to start exactly on time for the show to end on time. So Jeff's victory in promo, you got to imagine it was taking place at like 9.59. So as soon as they hit the tape, it was like, boom, plays music and he's out of there. Sucks to be that guy. I like the look of the Thunderdome. I thought the booking itself was rotten. That needs to change. But we know that won't change until Vince is no longer in charge. That's right. And finally, this person says, I think Sonya will go away for a few weeks and will simply come back as a babyface. I have no reason to believe WWE will stick to a stipulation. Well, again, I don't know if she's leaving. I don't know what the deal is, but I want to say one thing. Purely for selfish reasons, God, do I hope Sonya sticks around because she may be. In fact, I'm pretty sure she is. She's for sure the best women's promo, and she's one of the best promos in the entire company. She's great. Now, of course, real life happens, so if she needs time off, obviously, then she needs time off. But, man, she was her promo was so good on SmackDown. She's been so great. I don't know what happened. It was like, boom, all of a sudden she was great. So, all the best to her. Right at time, everybody. Goodbye, Renee. Got to say goodbye to her, too. She's on her way out. And goodbye to all of you for the moment. Later on tonight, immediately after SummerSlam, twitch.tv slash F4W video. Myself and Vinny running down SummerSlam. Going to be a great time. Please join us. You won't regret it. You won't see it coming either. Except you will see it coming because it's right after SummerSlam. Anyway, we're out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, Ember the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>